What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Power Stroke Tech Talk podcast. This is number 39. It is just Cody and I tonight, and we are going to be going over something uh, in particular uh, ever since the uh, customer service program that came out for our transmission. It's all I've been hearing about people talking. Uh, they're getting... Um, uh, this this recall and it's really not a recall and I want to iron out some some things between a customer satisfaction program um, and an actual recall and everything that you're hearing and we're going over tonight is from verbatim uh, the forward warranty policy manual and uh, you guys know my track record i'm not going to bs you i just am not going to screen share uh, all this information so um i guess uh, uh, cody and i both uh being at the dealer uh have to cognitively be aware of everything that we're going to be doing uh whether uh, we are returning parts if we are submitting a warranty claim with our warranty administrator. Um, this is pretty much the rule book with anything that you're going to do with Ford Motor Company coming to service, um, uh, warranty body work, everything. And in section six of this warranty policy manual, and it is updated every year, there's, you know, different, different versions. Um, and I'm going to read to you, uh, it starts off under recalls and it says a recall is conducted to remedy a safety compliance or emission concern. When the company notifies you of a recall for inspection and repair, the appropriate correction must be performed promptly to vehicles in dealer stock and to vehicles presented by customers for recall service. So you are going to be getting an information notice saying you have a recall. And there are three different types of recalls. There's an S recall, an E recall, or a C recall. Just as we first sentence in the very top safety compliance or emissions so uh, sometimes we do uh, recalls like you guys probably have brought your trucks in uh, maybe uh, let me think of what's what's a current one uh, 20 e07 20 e01 20 e01 is a reprogram right uh, i think 20 e07 too 20 well that's the one that stopped yeah so, for instance, there was, uh, or still is, uh, if you had um, an 11 through 16 model your truck, you have an emissions recall on it, and it is for updating the PCM, TCM, GPCM, NOx modules. There's a multi-coordinated flash when you do that. Um, safety recall. Safety recalls. Um, remember when we had the speed control recall on all of our power strokes, we had the seven threes had them, a lot of the F-150s, the lines, every, every Ford vehicle pretty much had it. That Mine was did. even my F-150 did zero nine S 29 safety. That was a, a, you know, we still do them, you know, today, if, if, if it uh, is still 
in the open. VIN number because the recall will not go away unless uh, it has been submitted for a payment, I guess, you know, through, through Ford Motor Company. So then it would uh, take it off against the VIN. So you got another um, one, the 21 S 23 for the 21 F 350, 450 trucks, dual rear wheel. Oh, for the fifth wheel. Okay. So here, here's a current one. I know I had got a comment. That's a good one, Cody, uh, talking about the, uh, there's a certain, certain range of trucks that have a safety recall on them to check the fifth wheel. What does it say? Uh, the, the back bolt or something or at the frame? Uh, I will look it up real quick because I don't remember. I think I brief, briefly just skimmed it. Um, that's oh. about that's about as far as I went. <laughs> <laughs> but when I had uh, been asked about it, I didn't. I, I actually hadn't heard about it at, at all. Um, sometimes you you guys out there, like no joke, find out stuff way before we even do. Like a guy was asking me something about, uh, I don't know, something. I'm like, I've never heard of that. And then like a week later at work, I check Oasis and I'm like, no way. this guy was just talking about this. Like, how in the world does he know about this before I do? Like, I, I don't even know. This is inspecting the fifth wheel bracket. It looks like fifth wheel bracket. Yeah. Something, something with a fracture at the edge or something. I think it was talking about. Um, That's pretty in depth. That's a pretty in-depth one, too. They mm -hmm. want you to weld the bracket onto the frame, too? Mm-hmm. Wow. Let me know. Uh, let us know in the comment section if any of you guys have that recall against your truck. Uh, if you tow in a fifth wheel, what is it, Cody? 21S what? 21S23. 21S23. Let's write that down. Safety recall 21S23. I'm going to put fifth wheel because that's going to be uh, for our dually guys. Um, 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 C compliance programs. I don't know. Have we ever had a C program on a six, seven? Oh, uh, we can look real quick. I got pull up a VIN. Um, I got a 2020 here. I can't think if we ever had a C there's three types of recalls folks. And it would be a S, E, or C. If it is not an S, E, or C, buddy, pal, friends, and followers, it's not a recall. I think people are getting misconfused, misinformed, maybe. That was a funny word. Um, yeah, it is definitely not uh, the same as a customer satisfaction program. The customer satisfaction program, there's actually a bunch more of those compared to recalls. And there are A programs. There are B programs. B, remember B. There are G programs. There is K programs. L programs, M as in Mary programs, N programs, 
R programs, U programs, V as in Victor programs. That is a lot more than the actual recall ones. So we're gonna go through the customer satisfaction programs. And again, this, excuse me, this is from the warranty policy manual. I'm not making anything up. I am not adding to anything. Um, this is exactly what, what, it, what it says. Um, and it goes to say, there are many different types of customer satisfaction programs that may appear on Oasis. Look at the letter in 6302A programs. These programs provide a vehicle application upgrade. The customer may have the option to perform the application upgrade themselves or return to the dealer to have this service completed. Uh, we at the dealer are also required to repair and complete this prior to the vehicle delivery. Um, it goes on to say that vehicles affected by this program uh, will be in Oasis, which is like the database we run everything through, which we run everything through. Um, the program will go away if it expires. And if the customer confirms that they have completed the software upgrade um, with some stipulations in the field service action, uh, that is against VIN. Um, it goes on to say a bunch of internal dealer stuff about claiming rentals and um, how the rental claims and stuff are, are processed. Here is, I guess, Cody, what would you say? This is the biggest one here, B programs. This yeah. is what uh, some people on the internets, the interwebs were, considering it as a recall i got this letter in the mail i got a recall hey a rod what's this recall i got on my trans and i'm like um i i don't know of this recall i didn't know there was a recall on your transmission i'm not being a, a prick i there's no recall on it well i got this letter from ford well bud again i'm not being a prick but i myself i'm guilty i'm i have to slow down at times but you like seriously skipped right over the very top of it where it says customer satisfaction program. Now we just talked about this. A customer satisfaction program is a customer satisfaction program. A recall is a recall. So your information that you're talking about really, that's wrong information. I'm trying to give you guys the right information because I don't want I don't want the word recall to be misconstrued in thinking that there's something horribly wrong with the product when in fact it's, that's not the case. There's, there's, that's not a recall. There's two different things. Yeah. And the customer stats usually expire and recalls usually don't. Exactly. B programs are proactive repairs, i.e. 20B31. Look it up. You guys can look up 20B31 and see uh, uh, if your VIN is affected. If you have access to Oasis, run your VIN and 
you can see if you'll have 20B31 on it. These programs request the, again, I'm reading this from the warranty policy manual. These programs request customers to return their vehicle without delay to receive a repair or an update. Dealers must repair new vehicles in stock prior to delivery. These affected by B programs are identified in OASIS. Again, that database that we run all of the vehicles through. Every time you guys bring a truck in, we have to run the vehicle through OASIS. We check TSBs and we check recalls and, and field service actions and all this stuff and warranty history to see what kind of patient we're working on. What has happened? The program expires, it'll go away in OASIS. Or like I was explaining to you in the beginning for the recalls, a, until a claim submitted for payment against the program number, then that program will disappear from the VIN. And then below that, it just goes on to, again, talk about some internal warranty stuff and um, uh, a reimbursement. The next one going down is K programs. And K programs, it says, are programs class action settlements. These programs are the result of a class action settlement. Terms of each K program will be unique and are dependent on the terms of the settlement. Details of each program will be communicated in a dealer bulletin. VINs of affected vehicles will be identified in OASIS unless program details provide other instructions. K programs are for class action settlements. However, a class action settlement could result in a release of an additional program code other than K. Interesting. I don't think nope. I've ever I've never seen it done any K ever. Uh, the only thing I could think of was like maybe the Explorers, the Firestone tires. I was just, I was literally thinking exactly the same thing uh, when, when I was reading that, but I don't know what the number was. See if Google does. Gosh. Well, that could be an S for safety, too. So. Yeah. Gosh, that was so long. Do you guys ever remember doing uh, the Firestone recall where you had to drill the hole in the side of the sidewall, and then you get the little rubber pucks? I remember guys whizzing them across the shop. They'd skip off the floor. Gosh, that was a long time ago. Long time ago. Tires everywhere. I'm sure someone knows that recall. Like if you know that hand. recall, I know. Probably. I bet you there's somebody out there. Um, the next one underneath K is fitting. It is L. Programs label literature. Uh, I don't remember doing an L. Oh, is the GVW sticker, is that an L program? I would imagine that would be oh, I, I had under done sticker. One. Uh, this program involves a revision to a label, literature or printed material. The customer is mailed or a, I'm sorry, 
the customer is mailed a new or revised label or literature, which it was mailed to the dealer, uh, customers may be requested to affix the new information in a specified location. In some programs, the customer may choose to have their dealer affix the new information. Vehicles are removed from Oasis again when the claim is submitted for payment against a program number or the eligibility expires. So I had a customer of mine come in and his VIN fell under that GVW, uh, I just for sake of argument, mismatch where it wasn't the correct GVW um, and there was a new sticker to be applied to his door jam. Um, and I think that was an L. Let's see here, what is the next one? An M, M, programs extended coverages. Now I've done a lot of M's, 10 M05, uh, extended coverage for 6854 catalytic converters. If you get the 420 and 430 codes, I've done a lot of M's. Um, it was uh, covered for 10 years, I believe. Um, repairs are to be made only, only if the described condition is present. Fix only if broken. Do you understand? Only if the described condition is present. Vehicles affected by the M programs, again, are identified in OASIS or until the program expires. Vehicles affected by M programs are eligible for repeat repairs if the covered component or system fails again within the program coverage period. I have never had a set of new catalytic converters fail again and had to do a service part, um, which would be a, a repeat repair. Um, in cases where the customer previously paid to have that repair performed, so let's say they didn't know that they had this extended coverage on their vehicle and wound up actually buying cats and putting them on their self, let's say. And I say I'm using catalytic converters as an example because that was an extended coverage that um, I did a lot on Super Duties. Um, this customer may be eligible for a refund. So there's a bunch of stuff and criteria. We need the receipts and this and, the, and, and all the stuff uh, be presented for that customer to get reimbursed. Um, and it goes on in the, the bottom half of this uh, to talk about internal uh, billing and uh, how, when the program begins and the new limited warranty stuff and how dealers submit the claims and so forth. So, excuse me. Um, here is an N so the first N that comes to my head, um, I remember, I want to say what body style would this be? We're going to go 2001, two, three, four, five, focus. And I want to say, I, I definitely remember it was an N. It was... Uh, Gosh, 13NO2 sounds familiar, but it wouldn't have been a 13 because that would have been 2013. So this would have been, uh, what would it have been? 07, 07 and something. You had to replace the fuel pumps. And if you guys remember any of you guys from the dealers, 
you had to take the fuel pump out and you had these brass crimpers and you had to crimp, you had to cut the little cup that the old fuel pump sat in at four points because the new fuel pump was going to sit in there, but didn't require this little basket cup that it would sit in, but it was molded to the tank. And I remember doing a whole, whole bunch of those and particularly uh, the fuel locking ring, both of the tank and the locking ring was poly were poly. And it was so hard to get it to start. And we wound up figuring out if you cleaned it all off and rinsed it with water. So there was no oil, no brake clean, no fuel, no nothing. If you put it in the microwave yep. for 15 seconds, the farther you weigh, like from the microwave, maybe add like five or 10 seconds and immediately run back there. And I don't know. I know it sounds funny, but it heated it up just enough where you could literally just go, vroom, 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 put the tool on it and snug it down. I had one of those uh, hot water things for like coffee or whatever. And I had a big bowl that I just used right there and put it in, did it right beside the tank. Yep. I did. I've done a lot of those 13 NO2s. Um, that was the Edge Brake Booster Extended Warranty. Mm. Hard. It'd be like a hard pedal or like a bouncing idle. You could hear like a hissing through the uh, cab. I don't think I've ever had that. I I got down to doing them pretty quickly. You'd have you'd ha you're supposed to take the master cylinder off, but you know how that happens. Now let me go back up to talking about recalls. There was a recall. Um, that was out. I want to say it was like 13 S 52, maybe it was a safety recall because the fuel pump port that was coming out of the head of the fuel pump could fracture and cause a fuel leak. And it was the fusion explorer Taurus. And that was it. Maybe some Lincoln vehicles, but just the Ford are the only ones that I dealt with. And the Explorer, if it was four by four, you had to take the drive shaft down, had to get new bolts, and Ooh. then take the tank down. And it was only one instance out of the hundreds that I was doing uh, that I had actually come in fractured and, you know, Cody had made a statement, which made me talk about this. You know, he says he did a lot of those brake booster ones. If you have a safety recall, a recall safety, you're getting a letter, you're coming in, you're not paying for it. We have to do them. And if you're a high volume dealer, and if Matt was here, he could vouch and know what I'm talking about. You can get 
fast at them. Yep. I do them correctly, but uh, uh, you guys know what I'm saying. If if I am, you okay? The only thing I'm I'm gonna analogy, and you guys are gonna get my point. You know how many times you guys out there have put your hand to your mouth, whether it's food, if you guys are smoking or you're drinking, close your eyes and I guarantee you, you're going to go exactly where your mouth is going to be. Muscle memory. Okay. You guys understand you do it over and over and over and over. You're going to get better. You're going to get better. You're going to get better. That one time you bite your finger. Ah, yeah, it happens. So you can get good on them. You remember that uh awesome out. It? You remember that that uh escape subframe recall recall the S for the brace? Or did yes. you not do any escape? of those? No, I, I didn't do any of those. Oh one to oh four escapes that had a what was it? S Oh, I did the 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 Windstar axles. Oh my gosh, you know how many Windstar and uh uh did we do the monorace too no that was freestar it was was it freestars too or is it just windbags i don't know this one was 14 so2 it, it came out like the exact time i started 14 so2 you would you would inspect the subframe for rust if you found rust you'd have to take pictures of it and send it into, I believe it was Hotline at the time, or no, it was SSSC. You had to send pictures in of the subframe, and they would determine if you got the bar, which had two nuts that inserted in the subframe. Then you put this bar across the frame so it kept it from breaking in half when it rusted oh, out. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, now that you're talking about that, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I did one of those. Now, that was a safety recall. For sure. So was that. I The Windstar one, sometimes we had them come in. That axe would be sitting like this, dragging on the ground. The tires <laughs> towing into the shop. Oh, man. I had one that I thought was for sure going to get a subframe. And I sent in the picture, so I said, nope, put the bar in it. I'm like, I wow. could put my finger through the subframe, man. Wow. And that was like my second or third one. I was like, this one's getting a subframe. It is. It is. And it's nope. getting it. And that's pretty much all for ends. Um, there's nothing really. And you have the regional programs, but I've never really. Maybe for block heaters, that might have been a regional one. Mm, yeah. Or like yeah, it says right there, corrosion estates, you know, like you're not going to have subframe problems with wind stars in uh, Southern California. Um, you? A U program? Previously a T? Previously T? I've never did a U and I've never did a T. Um. There's so many acronyms. I don't even. I don't even know. Vehicles affected by U programs are programs update prior to sale. Update prior to sale. Um, vehicles affected by U programs are identified in Oasis. Again, 
that database. And it's unlike other customer satisfaction programs. It, uh, we must submit you program repairs as warranty claims. And I don't really know what you, you programs are other than update prior to sale. So it must just be a update software maybe, or I don't even really know. I've never seen a U or a T program, but it's here. Um, this last one is a V as in Victor. These are programs oh, that oh, inform oh, I dealers. Th I think um, 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 the oil pump on the 6.7, the 17s was a U program. It was 16U something. Was it? I believe it was. You know what? You are right. 16U23. Maybe. I'm pretty sure it was a U program. That you are, yeah, it was. Now that was a long time ago. That's that's a bridge crossed over. That's a learning experience. That was that was a scary time. We had to buy back a couple of trucks because we sold them with the with the program still outstanding. Oh, uh, I bet somebody wasn't happy about that. Yeah, the one was a nice King Ranch truck. This is, um, you guys, information. I'm not uh, embellishing. I'm I'm reading straight from the warranty policy manual. I want you guys to be educated about what a recall is and what a customer satisfaction program is. There are two different ones. One is not the other. And I just, I guess, want you guys to be fair about it when you guys are hammering on the internet forums and talking about something maybe you don't really know what you're talking about. But again, that's why we're here to educate and uh, give truthful information. Um, and to be honest with you, I really need to go over this warranty policy manual just for myself because there is like a lot of good information in here just regarding uh, I guess for me to be more efficient on my job because there's a lot of stuff we have to do as technicians that I mean you guys don't really understand or know because all you guys do is bring I don't want I say you guys as you know vague uh, reference uh, you all out there who visit any dealer, whether it's a GM or Ford, there is stuff that goes on behind the scenes that you guys probably don't know about. You guys would never hear about it. You know, not only do Cody and I have to repair your guys's vehicle. We do not have a magic computer that tells us what to fix. We as technicians who have invested a lot of our time, 20, almost 21 years of my time. And 
we have to decipher the information that the computer is reading to us. The computer is the middleman between our brain and the car. We cannot physically talk to the car, but we can look at the computer and the car can talk to the computer and we can decipher that. We have to be educated enough to know what the values mean and know, oh man, why is my NCCE PID at negative 15? What does that mean? You guys have no idea what that means. That's another video coming soon. The aspect of just working on the truck, sometimes I wish I could just do, but there's always a backstory to the truck and not, not backstory. I'm saying behind the scenes story. And it's, you came in, dropped your truck off. It got fixed. You picked it up, didn't pay. It was under warranty and that's it. But although it was free because it's under warranty, so you just look at it, it's free. I don't have to pay nothing. It's under warranty. Oh, it, it's free. Okay. I mean, I, you're right. Um, now, I don't know if it's every technician, but Cody and I, we are our flat rate, which means we are paid per the job. And we get paid when the job is done when the job is, is billed out or is submitted for warranty payment. So part of our job is we have to walk out to the lot. No, first we have to get the job dispatched to us. We have to go out to the truck. The hourly person could have cared less and did not mark on the key tag where it was parked. Yes. It, is, it is snowing profusely outside and you're going to have to go find it. In my case, pouring rain. Yeah. So that's taking time. You're pretty much, we are pretty much independent contractors at our dealership and we are basically running like a little small business. It's our business. We are contracted to fix these trucks and we get a percentage of what we sell, I guess, if you want to say not sell, but you know, for cash work, but for warranty, you know, uh, big brother is telling us what we get paid. If it takes us 20 hours to remove your engine, we're getting paid for 20 hours. If we're getting paid, 20 hours to remove your engine and it takes us 40 hours we're getting paid for 20 okay if we're getting paid 20 hours and it took us 10 now we're cooking now we're doing good that is how you make your money you become efficient. If you can beat book time, kudos to you. It's repetitiveness, but sometimes, sometimes you get some whack ones and it really, it really hammers you. E401, E401. Yeah. yeah. I we just do put the a valve in it. <laughs> Shotgun the parts. 
those parts that we got from our parts department, if it's warranty, those parts have to go back. If I did an engine, do you know how many goddamn parts? I'm talking 50, 60, 70 parts, bags, seals, and this, that, and the other. I cannot stress to you, every, every, every single part must go back in the bag, in the box, fluids drained. We do not get compensated for that. There may be some ways around that, but there is no immediate way that we can facilitate in getting paid for that. That takes time. And then, and then. Better make sure you. Then. Better make sure you got everything on that list, too. Or you're not getting paid. And then, if you don't have your parts sign off on your GD repair order, acknowledging that they've received every single part from you, brother, trust me, you don't want to go down that road. The last thing you want is your service director to come over to you with a claim because Ford's calling something back because they want the part because it's their part. They're entitled to that part, which they are correct. If we cannot manifest that part, buddy, guess who's paying for that claim? It's not going to be Ford. Usually it's not going to be your dealer either. That's not good. Um, you're probably going to be taking it in the butt for that one. There are so many technician responsibilities. And, you know, you guys in my community, I, I feel respect, you know, respect me. And, you know, I really, really, really appreciate that. But uh, for those of you that have your mechanics, you know, your, your um, dealers that you are, are comfortable going to, give them a little more credit and respect when you're taking your truck in, you know, you may be getting antsy and you paid a lot of money for this truck. Don't, don't be a dick. Hey, be understanding. No, no, what we're going to have to do. I know maybe you might be a shoemaker, but understand that this is real world and there's no like smoke and mirrors in getting the stuff fixed. There's a process to repair these things. And there's a lot we have to go through. And if you're bringing in your rig and you're straight up telling us that it's some off the wall, it only happens and this and this and this and this, you know, hey, is it going to be ready tonight? <sighs>
in those situations, I always made them ride with me or drive the truck because the customer is the only one who can do it. Please. Please be gracious. Just chill out for a little bit. Understand what we have to do as techs. Um, good techs. You guys know the good techs out there and uh, the ones that care. And and frankly, um, the ones that don't care, I, I mean, I guess I can't really speak for them. I guess you're not going to them. <laughs> um, it... Uh, I don't know, Cody. When you when you think of technician, I mean, I think the worst thing I think about being a technician is the paperwork. I agree. Like we got to work on cars and trucks, and we but, still got to do paperwork. But we've literally. I I have to go over the whole repair all over again in my head. Then you got to go look up. A lot of times you got to go look up all the freaking labor ops and the dealer I was at, we had to A, write it on paper, then B, write it in the computer because they want it on the hard physical copy and they want it on paper. And you got to make sure. And they wanted time on the physical copy and on the computer. And you got to make sure like all of your, like if you did a compression test, all your compression test readings have to be documented on the hard copy or, or pinpoint test steps, um, RVC codes. If you had to generate RVC code, cause you had to replace a PCM or had to do ACES code, ACES, I mean. whatever. Like seriously, you guys, like, oh my god, if your eyes aren't dotted and T's are crossed, oh, it comes back. It, it you will get lit up for sure. I am not joking. It is something that I I have to be on top all the time. If I do something wrong, I am gonna get penalized. I'm gonna get charged back. Even that the work is done, they don't care. They'll charge you back. That's how it is. That's how it always has been. It's no joke. Like, I'm and, being for real. And if you forget prior approval, oh. then you gotta go through post approval, which, if you have too many post approvals, according when to war- warranty policy manual, that. you get screwed. It's, it's, it's a, hard, but it can and, be really good sometimes. And prior approval changes every year. Now it's every like six months, depending it's, on your dealership. It's um, it's definitely tricky. It keeps you on your toes. Um, it can really tick me off sometimes. You, you know, like I I I kind of wish because it's evident to me by the labor times and how the workshop manual is written. I love you guys in Dearborn. I love the workshop manual and the PCED and the wiring diagrams are my favorite. But I think, because this is opinion, I think, I feel that the individuals that you have 
creating some of the steps and verbiage possibly depicting on how to take said component off or uh, something that is totally irrelevant with, with the procedure that's going on. Those individuals have never wrenched or physically have been around a vehicle in an environment such as we are working right now. It, you don't ever look at the labor times before the job. Don't ever look at your, your oh man, how much are you going to get paid to do this head gasket? Don't ever look it up beforehand because you're going to dwell on it the whole entire time. You're going to go into it. Just get the job oh, done. I'm only going to get paid five hours for this thing. Mm -hmm. There's no, you're not changing it. Okay. Like, I'm like I told you in the beginning, Ford has the times they're going to pay you. Sometimes I do not agree with those times. I'd like to see how they make these times. Genu genu um, genuinely, I really would. I think knowing's half the battle. And if I knew and understood what they were doing, that I'd be, oh, okay. Um, it is not fun. But yet here we are doing it every day. Going to do it tomorrow. Going to try to hit 40 hours for the week. Waiting on a lot of parts. That's the real downside right now is waiting on, waiting on parts. And I say parts as in not my parts department, as in physical parts. Um, Ford's rules, not changing them. If it takes you two hours to take this off and Ford's paying you six tenths, you're getting paid six tenths. If it took you one-tenth, let's say you've done a bunch of them and you brought the tool and the part out to the car and did it in the lot, very efficient, jobs fixed, new parts on, customers happy, hey, rock on. That was my thing with the, uh, what was it? 17 crew or cabin chassis trucks with the filter what was it customer sat program the uh, ccv filters mm. i had a line of trucks and i had a line of parts i just went right down the row i made some good money that day zero seven s 57 
7.3 liter cam sensor recall. Do you know how many of those I did? Oh my gosh. Pry bar, 10 milli, quarter drive, new cam sensor, about 30 of them. I had to go to two businesses. It was like a cement company, construction company, and I was there all day. <clears throat> Working on my back in the mud, trying to be efficient. Um, but that, that was what I remember doing lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of over and over. I remember one, the cam sensor broke off in the front cover. Oh, <laughs> drywall screw time. But I got it out. <sighs> that was so long ago. That was in the very, very beginning. This was 2003 and four, fresh out of asset green behind the ears back when seven three was still in warranty i remember doing warranty repairs on seven threes oh my gosh now that was some times them some times have gone them times have come and them times have gone if you guys have made it this far i did briefly talk about Something very exciting coming up. Pre-orders. Yes, I said pre-orders are going to be coming soon. Um, we are in a prototype testing phase number two. Still talking to this gentleman every day. We have countless hours I don't know, weeks worth of time, eight hours a day, boom. And um, it's going to be sick. I'm really excited for you guys uh, to partake in this theft deterrent upgrade for your, well, for... Ford for the best brand on the planet. And like I said in the last podcast, whoever's going to take your Ford best be bringing a 6.7 rollback. With them. <laughs> With them. Because uh, they, uh, they, 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 they can take it. And then when you come out and realize that all you have is a broken window and your truck is still sitting there, you're going to be like, oh my God, PTT, I wish you were here. I'd give you a hug and a kiss. What's your truck worth to you, Prel? That's what it is. That's it. I thank you so much for watching. I thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to check us out on the main podcast apps, Podbean, TuneIn, Amazon, 
Apple, there's something going on with Apple. It's all loaded up, but people have been telling me that they can't get to Apple. I don't know what's going on with Apple. Nobody likes Apple, but uh, I have them in queue. I don't know what Apple's doing. Um, I got, I have uh, some new shirts, hopefully coming soon. Uh, I know the uh, Schmedium dudes and the uh, double triple X guys are, are in queue awaiting. I appreciate your patience. Again, thanks so much for watching, uh, Cody. Thanks for tuning in tonight. And uh, I'll make sure to give everybody uh, everybody's love to the rest of the uh, uh, cast that is not here tonight. Make sure to tell us what you think in the comment section below. And I'll catch you guys next time. See